Well, I'd have to try again in a couple of seconds, so I didn't even bother putting the receiver back on the hook. And from that little thing, it all began. I started thinking, isn't it funny how by just missing one number on the dial, instead of getting a millionaire publisher with ulcers, I got Jerry's all-night garage? What would have happened if I dialed seven instead of nine? Then who would have answered the phone? It was a strange thought. Through this little dial, the whole city was at my fingertips. I remembered reading somewhere that there were six million telephone combinations on one dial. Then on the spur of the moment, I did a dumb thing. I spun the dial seven times in rapid succession without even looking at the numbers. And the phone started ringing. I had a connection. Where was it ringing? Who had destiny chosen to get my call? <laughs> Some frowsy little gal crying her eyes out in the back bedroom? A dozing night watchman in an office closed for the night? Was my call interrupting a family brawl in some dark flat on the north side? Was it breaking up the sleep of some poor guy working a night shift? Well, wherever it was ringing, there was no answer. So I tried dialing the Stout's number again. I thought, what a swell idea for a column. The whole city at your fingertips. Still busy. So, again, just for the fun of it, and without looking at the phone, I dialed seven times. Fred, listen, darling, don't hang up again. Let me talk to you. Please, please, darling. Mm, hey, what is this? What? Oh, I thought... What do you want? Oh, nothing, nothing. I must have dialed the wrong number. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Mm? Don't hang up. Maybe you can help me. Help you? What is it? My life's in danger. Come again? I've got to have a doctor right away. Well, I'll call one for you. But I can't have any doctor. I've got to call one who would understand. One who wouldn't betray Fred. Then why don't you call Fred's doctor? I've called Dr. Bechtel. Bechtel? Yes, Russell Bechtel. He's Fred's doctor. But his nurse says he's out on a call and she doesn't know where to reach him. I couldn't tell her the trouble I'm in. She wouldn't understand. She'd only tell me to call the police. The police? Yes. Fred's had one of his attacks. He's threatened to kill me again. And this time he's, he's gone for a gun. Oh, well then, sister, you better call the police. No. They put Fred away for good and I couldn't stand that. I'd rather be dead. Oh, 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 I, I get it. You don't believe me. Oh, you catch on fast. Who put you up to it, honey? Sounds like the boys on the police beat. Listen, you've got to believe me. Does it say so in the Constitution? Look, I'm pretty busy. Please, please, you've got to. You've just got to. You've got to. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How could this be a gag? You didn't call me. I called you. I swear I'm telling you the truth. You've just got to believe me. It's my only chance. Uh, keep talking. Look, I don't know who you are or how you happen to call this number, but if you don't help me, I'm finished. All Fred needs is a doctor, uh, one we can depend on. Fred's been sick for a long time. When he gets these spells, he temporarily goes out of his mind. And Dr. Bechtel can always snap him out of it. Well, we'll call him. But I told you I can't reach Dr. Bechtel. Well, uh, Oh, you must believe me. And you've got to promise not to call the police. What are you talking about? If your life's really in danger, of course I'll call the police. All right, then just forget the whole thing. Goodbye. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't hang up. Just give me a chance to catch my breath, will you? Now, let me see. Yes? Uh, well, okay, you sound, well, you, you sound like a good kid. Maybe I can get you to a doctor, uh, my doctor, uh, Lawrence Blair. Will he do as I say? Yeah, yeah, but I better be able to tell him a few things about this or he'll just tell me to go to bed with an ice bag and a couple of aspirins. 
Now, just who is this guy, Fred? He's my husband, Fred Schwery. He threatened to kill you? Yes, as soon as he returns. Why don't you get out of the house before he returns? I'm not in my house. Oh? We were out driving when he got this spell. Oh, it was terrible. Terrible. All right, all right, now try to relax. Now tell me about it. Oh, he started accusing me of, of, of not loving him anymore. And he threatened me like a madman. Yeah? And then he drove me to the studio and locked me in. Said he was going for a gun to kill me. Where is this studio? I'm not sure. I didn't watch closely. I was pleading with him all that time. Oh, fine. That makes it dandy. I never knew about the studio. He's a, he's a commercial artist. I guess he came here to work. See, we've only been married for three months. Well, aren't there any windows you can break through and get out? No, it's on the eighth floor. Well, what about the fire escape? It's at the end of the building. I pounded on the door and tried to get help, but no one's come. We haven't lived in this city very long. I've called a few friends we know, but no one's home. I don't know what to do. Now, look, there's no time for that.